Hello and welcome to It's Actually Happening. This is Vince Williams. Hello there. And this is Christopher, my old man. Wow. <laughs> this is a podcast that looks at the weird and wonderful news that is actually happening in the world today. But first, let's take a trip down memory lane and look at what was happening on this day, the 12th of February. 12th of February, 1554. The Queen of England for nine days, Lady Jane Grey, is executed for treason. So she was the Queen for nine days? Nine days. Wow, I I wear my underpants longer than that. That's unbelievable. And what was she, the treason, what did she do? In that they didn't want her to be monarch. They didn't feel she had the right to be monarch, as therefore she was executed. Oh, well. So, I mean, it was after, so obviously Henry VIII died and his son then took over, Edward the Sixth, I think, and, or fifth, and then Lady Jane Grey was in for nine days. And then along came Mary I, who was uh, Henry VIII's daughter, uh, Bloody Mary, and um, she killed Lady Jane Grey. Wow, I bet she had a few Bloody Marys before that, didn't she? Unbelievable. Well, that's that's politics back then, isn't it? There you go. <laughs> 12th of February, 1909. The National Association for the Advancement of Coloured People was formed uh, to advance justice for African Americans. Uh, its leading people were Lillian Ward and Ida B. Wells. Wow, and it's taken that long. And they're still going, isn't yep. it? It's, <laughs> it's, still, it's still right up at the forefront with Black Lives Matter at the moment. So it's taken a while, isn't it? I know. It's over a hundred years and oh, still... Unbelievable, isn't it, eh? Come on, people. Yeah. Get with a programme. It's quite simple. Respect everybody. Come on. And then, 12th of February, 1947, French fashion designer Christian Dior presents his first influential collection named New Look. Is he the one who did New Look? Is he opened them? Is that, is that the same? I, I don't think so. No. Um. <laughs> no, are you sure that New Look isn't really Christian Dior? So all these people that have gone, I've got to get myself a Christian Dior, could have just gone to New Look. Could have done. There you go. I mean, I don't get. I mean, I must admit, some of the fashion things I don't get. I mean, as you can tell, Chris, I'm not, you know, a uh, fashionista. No. No, I'm more of a fashion Christmas. Um, but I, I, I do like to look nice. But I don't, not ahead of fat. And sometimes you see these fashion things on the runways and you go, you would never wear that out on the street. Why are you putting that? And these top fashion designers have these things coming out of their head. They have spikes coming out of their back. It's like, yeah, you're not going to see me down at the, 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 the frog's head with that on. Do you know what I mean? Frog's it's just, head. it's like the perfumes when they bring out perfumes. I hate a perfume advert. I don't know about you, but whenever there's a perfume advert, it's so, oh, it's so pretentious, isn't it? Of, oh, yes, I am what I am. I am Channel 4 or whatever. You know, it's, oh, I hate it. They're always so sexual. I know. What's the point? I mean, unless you're actually putting a bit of down there, you know, in your nether regions, why? Your perfume doesn't normally go down there. It stings if you get it in the hole. Lovely. And on that note, shall we look at to the headlines for this week, Vince? Right, we're going to start with um, Boy Almost Dies 
It's quite serious, really, isn't it? This first oh, headline. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, almost it's a comedy dies. podcast, Vince. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's let's keep it light, eh? Anyway, it's quite funny what he did. But Boy almost died when he swallowed fifty-four magnets to see if he could become magnetic. <laughs> wow. So yeah, this is a science mad boy, and I don't think you should have the word science in front of it. I just think this is a mad boy. Um, <laughs> he he had to have six hours of life-saving surgery after he had ingested dozens of magnets as an experiment. So this was his experiment. His name was Riley Morrison, and he's aged 12. Lucky to get to 13, I feel. Um, he swallowed 54 magnetic balls to see if he could get the metal to stick to his stomach. Also, he wanted to see what they looked like when they came out in the toilet later. I mean, there's two, there's two types of experiment there, isn't there? There's like, oh, yeah. can I become magnetic? <laughs> What's it going to look like when it's my shits all over it? You know what I mean? Now, I just firstly, where did he get 54 magnetic balls from? Well, they were part of a, um, I think they're part of like an experiment thing where you can get magnetic balls oh. and, and they're those, I think they're those little ones that you, they join together. Yeah. And there's all, you can get little, I think, I think, yeah, magnetic sticks that then connect to the balls and then yeah. you can build. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're, they're those sort of things because they're quite, I they're it's quite small and they're easier to ah, swallow, okay. I suppose. Not that you should swallow it because that's stupid. Um, but he, he swallowed one batch. Um, on the 1st of January. Uh, and then he, he swallowed a second batch. So he had one and he thought, oh, this is not working. Nothing's sticking to my stomach. So on the 4th of January, he swallowed a load more. Now, um, he woke up his mum, Paige, um, who's 30. Don't know what that's got to do with it, but it's in the paper, you know. Um, at 2am and said he had swallowed two by accident. So he went with the whole lie thing of going, oh, I'm feeling a bit rough. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to say I've swallowed a couple. Just a couple. Um, now, an x-ray then revealed there were more. Um, now, now, they're fearing that it could burn through his organs, basically, because that's what would happen with these magnets. They could burn through his organs. They started straight away with a surgery for a six-hour operation. Now, it probably took that long, to be honest with you. Probably took six hours because every time they got a tool towards his stomach, it, it magnet, magnetized and had to pull it off. <laughs> it's a bit like operation, you know, where they got the magnets either side and you're trying to get the organ out. It'd be like that. Oh, no. Got his arm. Oh, it's gone again. Um, now, his mum, Paige, said Riley uh, is massively into science and he loves experiments. Now, it's just so silly. But he's a child, and that's what kids do. No, it's not, Paige. It's not what kids do. They I've... put Mentos in a Coke bottle and shake it in the garden. Exactly. Now, I've had two kids. My kids never thought of going and eating magnets and seeing if they had you know, a magnetic stomach. Um, so did you ever Scientific do anything like that? Scientific discovery has to begin somewhere, though. I mean, if the greats hadn't put themselves out there we wouldn't have the science we have today so maybe one day yes this probably isn't the most sensible putting of yourself out there but maybe one day professor riley will be at the cutting edge of the latest scientific discovery and what's that being magneto from x-men what's going on with him 
Professor Riley, I don't think will even get through college, to be honest with you. Um, if you oh. go, and, if you go and swallow, I mean, like I said, I've had kids; they wouldn't have done something like that. I've you know. certainly never swallowed that many magnets. When you say that many, have you swallowed a magnet? <laughs> just one or two, just to check. <laughs> no, I've yeah. never swallowed once a I've magnet. Done the, once I've done four, I was like, no, it's not going to work. I'll leave the other fifty to one side. Yeah, I mean, it gives a whole new meaning to the word, you know, a magnetic personality, doesn't it? But mm. this this guy really is, and he's one of my my idiots of the day there. So you know how I like to have this. I have a lot of idiots out there. And you um, picked on a 12-year-old. Well, I don't care Wonderful. what their age is. It was a three-year-old last week, wasn't it, with a snowman? I don't care. If you're an idiot, you're an idiot, no matter what age you are. I mean, you look at what Trump said when he said you can... Um, drink disinfectant or whatever he said, didn't he? Inject yep. it, you know. And he's he's he was ahead of a country. I mean, thank God he's not anymore. But he was ahead of a country, you know, one of the most powerful countries in the world. And he's going, oh, should we try that? Let's can we try that and talk. And the best bit of that film, if you I don't know if you've saw the film of it, or you can go back and look at the video, is the fact that the, the, the camera pans to his his chief medical officer who's sitting there looking down into the ground like, no, no, don't talk to me anymore. Don't look at me. I'm not going to answer this question. <laughs> it's just brilliant, isn't it? I mean, talking of idiots, you know, so, and let, let's be honest, it could have been worse. He could have, he could have done it with batteries. Oh. Could have done it with batteries. And, and you know what batteries are like. They've got acid inside, you know, um, and maybe we'd, um, I'll try batteries because I'm trying to light myself up or something. I don't know. You know, that that light bulb moment. Oh, I need batteries with that. It could be anything like that. I mean, but it's just a bit stupid. So please don't do that if anyone's thinking of swallowing stuff. You don't swallow stuff that's not meant to be swallowed. Food is meant to be swallowed. Some tablets, if you're not very well, you know, are meant to be swallowed. Um, magnets, not meant to be swallowed. Not on the list of things Vince likes to be swallowed. No. I mean, I could go on a few more, but I'm not going to, Chris, because you get embarrassed. <laughs> Shall we have another headline? Let's do it, mate. Surfing duck, named Duck, becomes local celebrity. <laughs> now, I saw this on the news. Yeah? I saw the video of him, him surfing. That's I mean, brilliant. basically, let's be honest, it's a duck who's on the sea. And the, and the waves are bringing him in. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't cl- he wasn't on a surfboard. If he'd been on a little surfboard, I'd been really impressed. <laughs> but he's not. Gosh. Sorry. Right, next article. Um... <laughs> well, no, go on. Please carry on. I mean, I'm very interested now that Duck... I mean, that was an imaginative thing anyway. What should we call him? Let's call him Duck, because he's a duck. Brilliant. So this adventurous duck called Duck uh, has worked out that he can catch waves and make his way into the beach without having to paddle. And he's only eight months old and he can spend around two hours out in the sea just doing this, loving life. When he gets tired, he does jump onto people's boards. So maybe not his own (laughs) surfboard... But he's on a surfboard nonetheless. And I just think he looks... I mean, he's a lovely-looking duck. He's one of those ducks that have that completely, uh, obviously, white feather, but then it's really bright. Hang on on a minute, mate. He's a lovely-looking duck. How many ducks do you see that you go, oh, that's an ugly duck? 
Oh, I mean, come on, like that's more where hens. The, that's where the, obviously the story came from, isn't it? Yeah. The ugly duckling. More hens aren't particularly attractive. Okay, so we, so we had goats the last couple of weeks where you've been an expert on goats and now you're telling me you're an expert on ducks. Well, you know, brain this big, you're just an expert on everything. Ah, oh, right. Including modesty. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so this is a good-looking duck. Good-looking duck. And what makes a duck even more good-looking is it's from Australia. That's another big tick, isn't it, on Tinder? <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. I've never, I've never dated an Australian before, to be honest with you. Um, but I guess, yeah. I mean, you look at. I mean, I've been watching. I must admit, I've been watching that program on the telly where people get married at first sight, and it's oh, the Australian dear. version. I mean, it's never going to end well, is it? But apparently, a couple of them are, are still going strong, so which is good. But there are some, you know. I would say that they're quite a fit nation, the Australians, aren't they? Yeah. A friend of mine, actually, when, when I was back in the dancing days, he went out with a girl from Australia, and she was the girl that was in the Call On Me video. Do you remember the Call On Me, where it had the girl doing the instructions at the front of the class, thrusting and all that, and she was a blonde, and everyone was like, wow, this girl's just absolutely... He went out with her for a while. Lucky. There you yeah. go. <laughs> there you go. Nothing like to do with ducks, but, you know, actually, to do with ducks, mate, you might be able to answer this question, because you are a duck expert, obviously, we found yep. out. So Donald Duck, right? Yes. Is a duck, yes. Yeah. So when Donald Duck's going around his normal business, everyday business of whatever he's doing, going to the fridge, making a sandwich, whatever he does, he wears a little top, doesn't he? Yeah. He's just got a top on. He's got nothing on the on the bottom bit, right? No. But when he gets out the shower, he puts a towel around his bottom bit. What makes him so modest for that particular moment when he gets out of a shower, which the rest of the time he's got his bollocks out? What's going on with that? You're the expert. Tell me. (laughs) Only you would notice that. Only you would be paying attention to whether Donald Duck is showing us his penis or not. Well, this is one of the questions, mate. It's like the whole... There's a lot of things at Disney that get to me a bit like that. It's It's like Pluto. He's a dog, right? Yeah. Right, great. I've got no problem with that. Pluto's a dog. Woof, woof, woof. Goofy, what's he? A dog? Well, he can't be. He can't be a dog because he stands on, on two legs and he goes, oh, 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 hello, everybody, and talks. So he's not a dog, whereas Pluto is a dog. He's on four legs and he barks. He never talks. So Mickey Mouse isn't a mouse? Not really, because my mouse I've seen have never talked. But, you know... He, but you can't have two of the species. You've got Minnie Mouse who talks. You've got Mickey Mouse who talks. So we consequently go, oh, they're mice. But you've got two different types of dog. One talks and one is more like dog-like. It doesn't make sense, mate. Let's be honest. Come on. It's the whole... It doesn't. But then again, it is just children's entertainment. Well, it still needs to make sense. That's why we've got 12-year-old boys <laughs> eating magnets. Because these things got a bit clearer. <laughs> so there you go. Blame Disney. Um, but back to my duck. Yes, your duck. duck. Um, the family have adopted him, so it's very lovely. Uh, they um, adopted him when he was just a few days old, and he's not had his wings clipped, so he could fly away, but he chooses to stay with them so when, and join them on their adventures at the beach. When they've adopted him, yep. what, there was paperwork and everything like that, was there? Or is it? I assume not. I suppose, again, Vince, you know, this is more of an informal arrangement as opposed to the serious paperwork that you're wanting this story to have in it. Well, yeah, but 
the thing that bears to me is these people that have adopted him, these Australian people. Yeah. Um, they're not the brightest lot, are they? Let's be honest. Oh, okay. Here we go. There's another load of viewers lost. Thank you, Vince. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, if you're if you're if you've adopted a child, right? Let's say you've adopted a child or a kid, right? Yeah. You adopt them and you go, what we're going to call back, everyone? What we're going to call this kid? Let's call him Kid. Right. So come on, Kid. Yeah. Everyone would go. Why have you called your kid Kid? It's because he's a kid, and I've named him Kid. Everyone would think you were stupid, but these people have adopted a duck, and they have called him Duck. So there's the stupidity straight there. Couldn't they think of another? I mean, in my, out on the top of my head, Donald. There you go. There's a straight name for it. Everyone would go, oh, Donald Duck, because he's a duck. He's Donald Duck. You know? Dave. Dave the Duck. Dave, yeah. You take Duck out, and a bit like, you know, when you call a dog, you call... You shout duck across the beach to get your duck's attention. And what does everyone on the beach do? They duck down. They duck down. Which is another thing, duck down pillows. Comedy gold, you see. Yeah, but also, also, Chris, if you do call duck from uh, in the park or the beach, then all the ducks are going to come at you, not just your duck. Because he's like, that's thinking, do they mean me or do they mean the other ducks? I'm not quite sure. He's going to be confused himself, Duck is, isn't he? Maybe. Oh, it's a load of old Duck, really, isn't it, eh? There you go. Uh, that's what we have to talk about these days, because no one's going anywhere. So we're stuck with Ducks called Ducks Surfing. Go on, Vince, give us another story. <laughs> okay, so, man claims he was looking for Saturn's ring when he was caught... With his trousers down in a lay-by. I bet he was. I mean, he was was definitely looking for some sort of ring. But I don't think it was Saturn's, was it? Um, Now, this guy, he was was fined after claiming he drove 300 miles in lockdown to take pictures of planets from Snowden. So, now, police were called, obviously. Um... And they were they were they were called because there was reports of two men lying on the side of the road. Now, when they arrived, now this guy Philippe Petrick. Now, I'm not sure he's English to be honest with you. Philippe because it's spelt with a F I L. Philippe. Yeah. So it's Philippe Petrick, 31. I think he might be French. I'm not sure, but he's. I don't think he's English. But he tried to remove his face mask and asked. Do you want to suck my dick? Wow. To the police. That's bold. So, <laughs> very bold, isn't it? It's, I mean, it's not the greeting I normally go to. My go-to greeting is, hi, I'm Vince, how you doing? Or whatever, or hello there. Um, not, you know, do you want to suck my dick? It's not sort of greeting that I would start with. I think that's more of a it's second date type of thing, is isn't it? it? Surely. <laughs> well, it's kind of handshake. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... Now, he was then proceeded to walk around just in his pants. Okay, now, if there's any Americans, it's pa- underpants, undergarments, not trousers. That wouldn't be a they story. Call pants, don't they, over there? No. Um, so he's in his underpants, his undergarments, his crackers, his undercrackers, as we like to call them. Well, I, I, I certainly do. Um, now, now, he was given instructions to walk, and he was slurring his words... And his speech was all over the place and he was unsteady on his legs. Um, so he was arrested 
and taken to the police station to sober up because obviously he was drunk. Um, now, the following morning, um, he said he had driven from Southampton two days earlier to go camping and do some mm. photography. So not only this guy is, I mean, he, he says that it's um, the great conjunction with Jupiter and Saturn was taking place during his visit. And he would have been able to see Uranus. <laughs> he would be able to see Uranus. Uranus, obviously. That's just there. That's a joke that just never stops giving, isn't it? That one. Um, but he reckons he, he, would, he didn't. He didn't know that the lockdown meant he couldn't go into Wales. Oh, yeah, because it's not been very clear, has it? Stay at home. There's a lot to be interpreted. Well, my home does stretch all the way to Wales. Um, yeah. Actually, that's a point. Do you think the Queen can go wherever she likes? Because consequently, the whole England is her home, isn't it? Let's be honest. No, because she's not she allowed to travel to her second home. I can home. go anywhere. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Just stopping the queen so, in her tracks. Yeah, so this guy... In case she's listening. Hello, your majesty. Oh. Hello, your majesty. Um, we, we do expect a knighthood this year, at least. I mean, you've given it to Ant and Deck. Has she? Surely you can give it to Chris and Vince. Come on. I well, think, I I think that's false she information. Just fake, fake news here. Fake news on the podcast. I do not believe <laughs> Ant and Deck have been knighted. I believe they've just received an OBE. Oh, that's the one. An OBE. So... We, we can get an OBE. We, we, we'll be satisfied with that, won't we, Chris? On this this lovely podcast, this, this award-winning Absolutely. podcast that we do. So, um, yeah, so this guy already had said that he didn't, you know, know about the lockdown. He wasn't sure of the rules, which is, again, brings you to the whole point of everybody going, well, we're not sure of the rules. We, there are certain rules in lockdown yeah. we are sure of. You know, lockdown, the name says it all. Clues in the name, in it? Lockdown. That means you've got to stay home. And the only time you go out is for exercise or shopping. Or to take stuff to a, a more vulnerable person or something like that. But it's very clear we stay at home. We don't travel over 300 miles to go to Snowdon to have a no. look at the planets. And it's like that you think to yourself, well, you know, his solicitor, when they went to, when he went to court, um, had said that, he heard about this, you know, the, the alignment of planets and all this, and he thought that Snowden was the place to go because that's where you would see it more. Mm, you know, I don't know about that. I'm not, an, um, I'm not very clear on my planets and where the best place to see them. I'm sure Southampton has some nice hills that you could stand on and see the planets as well. You don't have to drive all the way to Wales, um, but I'm not going to say for sure because I don't really know. But this guy was fined £745 for his being drunk and disorderly and another £500 for breach of lockdown. Um, uh, he obviously had to pay the toll on the bridge as well, wouldn't he? So it's an expensive trip, let's put it that way. Now, this brings me to the point that, you know, if you get caught doing something, that's fair enough. You get caught doing something, you know. Sometimes you just have to hold your hands up. You know, not if your trousers are down, that's not probably a good idea. But, you know, most of the time you need to hold your hands up and say, look, I'm really sorry. You know, it's like when, what, what's his name, who went to that castle to check his uh, eyesight? Cummings. Yes, Cummings and Goings, him. Um, you know, if he had just sat there and gone, look, 
I, I messed up. I'm really sorry. I, I, I do appreciate everyone staying at home and I didn't do that and I do apologise and I hope you can forgive me, but blah, blah, blah. Everyone would have been, mm, okay, you're an idiot, mate, but, you know. But to, to come up with a stupid excuse, because that's what it was, to check your eyesight, you know? I mean, it wasn't even, a, I don't understand why it wasn't even a good excuse. I'm sure, even given seconds, I could come up with a better excuse than that. Do you know what I mean? Then, oh, I had to check my eyesight. Yeah, we'll go driving. That'll be that'll be good. So I obviously looked at a couple of things and um, I saw some other stupid excuses because people make the most stupid excuses about stuff. So now one, one of these guys, this has all gone to court. These are all in courts and stuff like that. Um, he was uh, caught doing 90 miles per hour on the A38. Um, and claimed a fake Aussie was at the wheel. And the Aussie didn't know the speed limit. So he pretended that someone else was driving, but not just anyone else was driving. A Aussie, an Australian person that doesn't understand speed limits. Because the fact is, it's not that you don't understand what the speed limit is. You understand the speed limit. No matter what country you go to, there is a speed limit. You know, so you go, actually, I understand the speed limit. I might not know where it is on the thing, on how to see it. But normally, there's a sign. You know, and modern cars, to be honest with you, Chris, modern cars, they've got things like my car has got a thing where it comes up and tells you what the speed limit is in that area. Or where you are at that particular time. I know. So that's a stupid excuse. He didn't get away with that. A woman had a knife on a bus and she claimed it was to kill crabs and eat them. On a bus. On a bus, because that's where you what, go for crabs, it isn't in it? Central Birmingham. <laughs> Mind you, I must admit, I probably did get crabs in Birmingham buses. To be fair, but I mean, you don't. Yeah, another stupid excuse. Now, a burglar caught in a house claimed that pop star Cheryl had given the given him the property. Ah, that was the excuse that Cheryl Cole or whatever her name is now. I can't remember. She's changed Cheryl. her name. She's just Cheryl. Just Cheryl, is it? So Cheryl had said to him, yeah, i have that property. As you do. As you do. And he thought he'd get away with it. Um, now, there's there's things like everybody does certain things. Like we all get, like for instance, a TV license. We all yep. have to get a TV license, don't we? Yes. Um, now, if you don't get a TV license, you get fined. You do. Now, I do think, this is one of my points here, Chris, that I don't think the TV license should be, you shouldn't have to have a TV license. Why? Why do we have to have a TV license? Do you want a serious answer? Well, I, I just want an answer because I know the serious answer is that it funds the BBC, but that's one channel. You know, that's... you only need to have a TV license if you watch live TV or iPlayer. Yeah, but this is what so I'm. If you don't, if you don't watch those channels, you don't need it. Just as you have to pay your subscription to watch Netflix, and if you don't watch Netflix, you don't have to pay your subscription. Yeah, but Netflix is like seven ninety nine a, a month. TV license is like two hundred odd quid. But how many channels are you getting for that? Well, you get BBC One and BBC Two. No, but you get all of the other channels live. You can't watch any TV channels live without a TV licence. What, you can't watch ITV without a TV licence? I thought it was just for the BBC. Because I think ITV, aren't they funded by the sponsors and and the adverts? Absolutely. But it's to do with, I believe, the sort of transmission of live TV signals. I understood it. But if you watch any form of live TV... You have to have a TV license, and then if you want to watch anything, iPlayer or BBC, 
TV license, but you can watch ITV Hub, the Channel 4 Hub, all that sort of stuff, catch up, no TV license. So so how did that, how they monitor that then? Because surely you could just say, well, I don't watch live TV. So if you've got an aerial and that's plugged into your TV, you need to have a TV license. Right, I see. Okay. Well, that makes sense. That makes a bit more sense. Uh, and so I heard a lovely story of uh, TV people coming around, knocking on someone's door, saying, can we see your TV license? He says, I don't watch TV. They said, well, you've got an aerial on the top of your house. And he replied with, yeah, I've got milk in the fridge. Doesn't mean there's a cow in the back garden. <laughs> that's fair. That's very true. That's very true. I like that guy already. But people, people have come up with stupid excuses for that as well. Uh, one said the TV was for the dog and not him. So the dog needs to pay then. So the dog oh. needs to pay. Come on, don't go, don't come to me with that money. The dog's watching it. Um, the other one was, this is great. I love this one. My subtitles are in French, so I'm not paying for a UK license. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm not I'm watching stuff in French. I'm not watching anything in UK. Um, <laughs> someone also said that they've just spent £3,000 on a TV so they can't afford a licence there you go fair enough so, <laughs> some of the excuses but this is, this is what I'm saying about people that if, you're, if you have done something wrong just hold your hands up you know and say look I'm sorry you know and, and, and most people will be forgiving about something maybe not running around with your trousers down pissed as a fart but you never know they might be. Asking a police officer if he wants to give you a blowjob. <laughs> no, he didn't say that, Chris. Say what he actually said. I can't remember. Should we have another headline? <laughs> <laughs> he won't even say dick. We're going to end on quite a joyous story. Um, why one lady has been taking out her bins in fancy dress for almost a year. She's got no other clothes. <laughs> So this all started um, back last April, April 2020, when we thought lockdown was going to be a four-week thing. We'd out the other side, coronavirus defeated, life back to normal. And Amanda Holden decided to take her bins out in a ball gown because of the idea that we can't go anywhere. We have no excuse to get dressed up. So the only outing she had was to put her bins out. So she did it in a ball gown. This lady, Andrea Belcher from Surrey. Sorry, Angela. Belcher. Pardon you. <laughs> uh, from Surrey. She decided to be inspired by this. And every week since last April, she has been donning an elaborate fancy dress costume when she takes out the bins. Is it the, is it the same fancy dress costume? Oh, no, 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 no. A different one every week. My God, she must have spent a fortune on Amazon. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of money because, you know, you pay, what, I don't know, for a costume, 10 quid, 15 quid. Oh, that's, that's like for a kid's one. You've got to be small. So, and she's done this every week. Every week. And the, so, and it's got a bit more elaborate now. So her daughter does videos for TikTok. Um which I noticed you're now on Vince. I am. Uh, so if you want to follow Vince on uh, 
the old TikTok. He's pretending to be young. Um, he's trying his best, bless him. Uh, so any support, he really greatly appreciates it. It's basically like charity work if you do subscribe to Vince's TikTok for him. You might as well do my YouTube tube um, while I'm there, hey. And it's put on uh, the sort of local Facebook group. Very useful for people in the local area because it tells them which bin it is going out the next day. Um, and some of her costumes have been Marge Simpson, Charlie Chaplin, Darth Vader, um, Olaf, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, and a local neighbour lent her an inflatable T-Rex costume on one occasion. Fantastic. Well, I must admit, I mean, that does brighten up the day, doesn't it? If you see someone walking out in a T-Rex costume. It's um, a bit of fun, isn't it? It is, but I mean, so... You said earlier that the neighbours know what bin to put out. Yeah. How come? Is she to a, what is it, a different genre of costume for each different bin? In that you see her taking the bin out, don't you? Oh, so it's just to remind them I've got to take my bins out. But also, obviously, different colour bins on different days. Oh, right. So, they so see they'll take check... the green bin out. They know, oh, it's the green bin. So, yeah, it's so it's the... not the costume that's telling them. No. It's the no. bin colour. Like bin. any normal person, bin. when you see your neighbour walk out with their bin, you go, yeah. oh, it's the green bin today, or the red bin, or whatever. I've, I always think it'd be great fun to have a little pact among three or four neighbours. Um, and one day you put your bins out really early, and you put the wrong one out, and then you watch as the whole street do exactly the same, because they just look <laughs> at the windows, ah, oh, it's the green bin. Everyone puts their green bins in. Once everyone's put their green bins in, you quickly swap it to the blue one. <gasps> Top bants. <laughs> Apart from those people that don't get anything taken away that week and they've got double the rubbish for two weeks later that when the next time the blue bins are going out. Um, see, we've got a communal bin here because um, we're in flats. Of uh, and it annoys me. It annoys me, the bin thing. Because oh, the bin thing is a, is a big thing, I think. You know, I think bins are a very contentious issue. Absolutely. And the, and the contentious issue I've got here is the fact that we have a... It's like a little shed, Okay. And, you, shed. and you've got two doors. You've got to open the door on one side and you've got one big bin in front of you. You've got another bin at the back of that. And then to the left, you've got another bin. So if you open the left-hand side, there's two little steps and you've got a little thing that you can throw them into the back bins. You know? I see. So there's, you know, it's easy to fill up. Sounds like quite a fun place. No, because oh. a lot of people around here are idiots. Oh. All right, because what they do is they fill the front bin on the right-hand side up until it's overflowing rather than go inside and chuck the rubbish at the back and start filling from the back to the front, which makes perfect which I think sense. Is stupid because there's a lot of fun in throwing a good bag of rubbish. I turn it into quite the game. And do you know what? There's one person. Now, I'm not going to say they're, they're sort of, uh, I don't know, chavvy or something like that, but there's always, oh, okay. in, there's always rubbish there in there that's got... A lot of like cans of lager in there. Do you know what I mean? Shots fired. There we go. Yeah. But I this person. But this person. Oh, here we go. Doesn't even put them in the bins. He puts them on the steps. So he puts them on the steps where you walk up to the bins. They can't even be asked to walk in there and throw it in the bin. They just open the door and push it in there, which is just beyond stupidity. I mean, those people need to be culled. Basically, that's the way wow. I see it. Do you get on with your neighbours? Yeah, um, no, we, do you know what? In our actual block, we've got some nice people. It's not it's not very... We haven't got nasty neighbours or anything. We've got some really nice people. But it's not just our block. It's all the blocks around here that go to the same bins. And some people that don't even live here come to these bins now and again. You know, Oh, gosh, the riffraff. The, riff, the fly tippers. 
they'd come up and just stick like half a sofa in there. You know, they don't put half a sofa in a bin. Come on, come on, people. So this woman, anyway, back to this woman with a with a lovely. I think it's a great idea. I think it's really fun. But yeah, and so she's now got to think because it's coming to an end. So come April, she's going to do one last big finale. That'll be the end of the year, and that's it for her fancy dress bin outings. And so she's having to think what costume she's going to go for. Um, she's toying at the moment with the idea of a good little bit of publicity. Because her and her husband run a pub. They own a pub called the Horse and Groom in Chobham. And so she's wondering whether she should dress up as a horse and her husband can dress up as a groom. And they can do one final shout out to their pub as they take out the bins one last time. That sounds like my wedding. Um, do you know what? I think she should go. I mean, yeah, I'm, listen, I'm all for people promoting their businesses that have gone through the ringer during this pandemic and still going through the ringer you know, pubs and, and restaurants and stuff. And obviously our industry has is, is been hit hard. There's a lot of industry. But I think she should do something, you know, that it, that, that sort of does, talks about the pandemic. So maybe a nurse's costume or, you know, or something like that. I mean, a little sexy nurse's costume wouldn't go amiss. You know what I'm saying, Chris? Wonderful. Um, but, but yeah, something that shows that like the NHS or, or something like that. But I think she needs either that or needs to go just really big. Like, like, really, like, like a dragon. Like, a, she had the inflatable dinosaur, which I've seen those, and they're quite small, but a proper full-size, big, mass. You know, like those dinosaurs you see at these these times you have Dinosaur Day, and there's people inside yeah, the dinosaur. A huge walking with dinosaurs did a big tour, didn't they? With it, you know, she should have one of those. She should go with the the full hog. I like the idea of a dragon. Yeah, absolutely. Sort of coming down off the roof with the bin. Absolutely, it'd be brilliant. It'd be like it'd be like Game of Thrones. Do you know what I mean? So there you go. If you're listening, Andrea, we here at It's Actually Happening recommend a dragon. Absolutely. A dragon. I could, I'd love that. Breathing fire. Well, that's about it for us this week. And thank you for listening to It's Actually Happening, where things are actually happening out there. And we will report these actually things actually happening actually when they've happened. So thanks for listening. And we'll we'll see you very soon. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>